Welcome to the Backyard Chat Podcast, where we equip parents to take in God's Word and live it out in their everyday life. Hey friends, we are back at the Backyard Chat and we are talking about all things courage this month and real talk about courage, not just like, oh, I felt brave to do this. It's like, how can we be courageous as parents to be intentional with the way that we discipline, the way that we disciple our kids? And it's so hard these days. I feel like every time we do a podcast, all I say is, it's so hard, it's so hard, because it is. And I think there just needs to be healthy conversation around. It's not easy. There is no (laughs) manual. We are learning. Our parents did not do this the way we have to do it. And so that's why we just want to have all these good conversations. That's right. Years ago, we would always say, hashtag mom so hard. Yeah. And it's because we felt like we were out there hustling. But what we didn't know was as our kids got older, it just gets even more hard terrible sometimes, but it's so good at other times. So we just need to figure out how to have the best of both worlds. That's exactly right. And speaking of that, we have a special guest on the podcast today. His name is Bobby King. I want you to tell a little bit about your thing. So let's just go ahead and welcome Bobby to the podcast. Hey, Bobby, we're so glad you're here. Yeah, thanks so much. So fun. Y'all are the best of Melissa Squareds. I am pumped. <laughs> I like that you gave here. us that nickname. Yes, oh, Melissa yeah, Squared. 100%. <laughs> like, if logos and t shirt merch and things like that aren't coming out of this conversation, then I'm going to oh be my upset. Goodness. So, yeah, we totally like, need that. Oh, 100%. Yes. Um, but yeah, like they said, I'm Bobby King. I am the owner of Hashtag Church. We are a church and nonprofit media resourcing company of where we exist to really resource, equip, and help train churches and nonprofits how to navigate through the digital era. With that as well, I'm married to my high school sweetheart. We have two under two which is wild town <laughs> and was not the plan, but it never is the plan. Right. So, but yeah, so two under two have a, a little girl who is Oh my goodness, she is a year and a half this month, and then oh. um, we have our son who is going to be half uh, half a year old this month. He's going to be six <laughs> half months a old. Half old. a year so, old. That is the well, dad vocabulary. That is a dad <laughs> version of it. <laughs> yeah, because they are they are a year and ten days apart, and so wow. literally we're this close to Irish twins. Almost Irish getting a full twins. documentary made about us. The whole thing. No, I'm just. Playing. <laughs> But I love them. They're my world. I do everything that I do for them. I started Hashtag about six, seven years ago when I was on staff at a church as their creative arts pastor. And I recognized and realized, hey, there's other churches that need help in this area. Instead of me spending 60 hours a week on this one church, let me spend 60 hours a week on all these other churches and friends and people and ministries. And it's just been such a cool, awesome time to be able to speak truth into this world that is honestly so confusing and um, Mm. ever changing. And for some reason, God has positioned me to be someone that, you know, takes my late night social media addictions of scrolling and (laughs) and used it for the kingdom. That's right. And so that's something that I'm just super blessed and honestly just kind of blown away every single day and thankful that I get to do what I get to do. Yeah, what a fun job. Well, we're glad that you're here to chat with us today because there is something that Melissa and I have discovered over the years, especially as our kids have aged up. Digital technology 
is just, you can't escape it. It's everywhere. And back in the day when our kids were younger, it was like, ah, you were 15 before you got a phone or maybe 12. And now it's like kids are getting phones handed to them. They have tablets from the time they're tiny. It's just a different world. And that takes courage as a parent to to (laughs) either say no if you don't feel like your child's ready. It takes courage to set up some healthy boundaries, especially when other parents and their friends are are doing things differently. Yes, and you Mm -hmm. have to stand strong at what you believe is right. So we want to pick your brain about just social media in general. Like, let's start there. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about social media. Everyone knows what social social media is, but tell us what it is really and why it's so hard to avoid. Yeah. So honestly, just on a baseline level, this may be in a dictionary somewhere. I have no clue, but social media was designed to create community for people that it was difficult to have community for, right? So if we go back to the early beginnings, you know, we have AIM and we have Zanga and then we have MySpace and then we have Facebook, like MySpace. all of these things. <laughs> I, listen, I love my MySpace. Um, for the longest I time, I still, I still could log in for the longest time and see who my top eight were and how no none of them way. were my friends anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. But now they've changed. So MySpace is still a thing, but they're a music um, right. band platform now. And it's very interesting. But yeah, like what what was existing in these people's mind is they wanted to be able to have community with someone that they weren't physically next to. And so with that, they wanted to create conversations. They wanted to create relationships with people remotely, digitally, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever that looked and sounded like back then with, you know, the whole dial up system. And, you know, those <laughs> those noise still haunt my dreams. Yes. Oh, but yeah. um, <laughs> essentially... What people really wanted is they want community. And for some reason, whether it's a personality trait, whether it's just their life experiences, they've never really been able to have that community for the certain thing that they're looking for, or they just aren't maybe the best in regards to navigating real life conversations and things like that. And so that's the real baseline of what it is, is social media is is a media form of trying to be social, which is really just another way of saying, I want community digitally. Right. And so it's kind of all like the, the old school blogging, that. isn't it? Isn't a lot of bloggers kind of had that, you know, following mm, and platform. Yeah. And I know a lot of Christian book authors in yep. t- 10, 15 years ago, they didn't get a book deal if they didn't have a successful following on a blog. Cause that's 100%. kind of the way that, that, you know, kind of turned digital. And then there was Facebook and then there was all these yep. other things. And it kind of just revolutionized the way that we keep in touch with people. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's a great way of putting it as well. I mean, they're even earlier than the aims and the Zangas, like, if you were writing a blog, you were developing a community and mm-hmm, ecosystem mm-hmm. of people that followed along, listened to your story. They were checking out your website, you know, every day or every week when you were dropping stuff because they felt somehow a part of your mm-hmm. life. Did you and have a blog? When you I tried your kids to have younger? a blog multiple times, I but one. I couldn't keep I up. I had one there so my family could keep up with my mm-hmm. kids. We live far away and oh, wow. I put pictures of my kids and like would talk about what we were doing, but I started following people just through the blogging world and I still oh, yeah. follow them on social, social media, media now. <laughs> no, that's huge. Yeah. And honestly, that's a, I'm stealing that for a later conversation is blogs <laughs> were the first social media. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. But we I think cool you're totally before. right. We totally cool. were cool. Exactly. Y'all totally are still cool. cool. So I'm not worried about it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's what it is. I mean, and now 
they're still hijacking that same mindset, right? Even with the new ones, the Be Reels, obviously TikTok, you know, things like that. These these apps want to create community and they want to focus on a different aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. TikTok is, hey, I'm going to give you something that you are interested in. And we have a really good algorithm that knows you better than you know yourself. And then there's Be Real of where it's like, hey, only the people that you allow into this circle are going to be able to interact with you and see you. So you are creating your community boundaries and, and mm-hmm. guidelines. And cool, great. That's their mindset. That's their push. That's one of their big things of their kind of the anti-social media, social media. Mm-hmm. Right. That's um, why I like it so much. <laughs> it's awesome. I love Be Real. It's so cool. But we're going to follow you now, on Be Real because we post some funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm here for it. But also like you see other apps taking it now. So yeah. TikTok has TikTok now. And oh, that is wow. be real. It is the exact same thing. And it's all because of trademarks and licenses that nobody can have the same name. So it makes life super hard when you're talking about what kind of content you're trying to create. But yeah, it's people really just want to capitalize on the aspect of community. And mm-hmm. from that there's going to be social medias here that last of what they are kind of called like legacy platforms. So the Facebooks, the Instagrams, Twitters, their legacy platforms, they're going to be here most likely for the long haul. But then you have Be Reels pop up or Snapchat or Vine and, you know, things that they can go up and then they can fall and mm-hmm. then they can go up again. And it's it's a whole, whole crazy unique world. But it's also our job as Christians and our jobs as parents to have a unique space on the internet with that yes, and yeah. being in those areas. Like yeah, so, we may be a little late to the party sometimes, but <laughs> we're, we're supposed to be there. That is, you're exactly right. I think being there and we need to talk a little bit about the pros and cons because we can't avoid it. Truthfully, yep. at some point we're going to have to let our kids explore social media when they're ready. And that's a different mm-hmm. conversation, but what are yeah. some of the pros and the cons of different social media platforms? Yeah. So let's start off with the pros. Let's start off with the good and then we'll hit it with all the bad <laughs> here at go. the end. But all of the good stuff is the the reason they exist community, right? So let's say your kid is super in love with Ninja Turtles right? Cool. They love the Ninja Turtles. That's a whole thing. You can find a group inside of Facebook that only talks about Ninja Turtles in the comic books, talks about the old TV shows. Oh, did you watch the newest movie? I'm not a big fan of that animation or whatever. You can get really niche to things you're interested in or your kids are interested in or any of those things. You as a parent, it makes life super simple to where, oh, my kid is engaging and liking this new thing or silly bands apparently have made a comeback in the, in the, <laughs> oh in the youth goodness. worlds. And like there's silly band Facebook pages of where you can probably buy collector's edition, old school silly bands, but you're able to stay up and relevant on topics. Mm-hmm. So that's a big pro is you can be pretty much in your kids, junior high, high school, elementary school life on the internet without them ever even knowing that you're in their world. And that's a huge win. It's like treated as a research platform. From what I've gathered, most ladies and most moms in particular are amazing, amazing researchers. I don't know if you're able to get to the level of mom that you need to be without doing some kind of research. And so with that, you know, it's one of those like 
areas to just enhance your knowledge and be able to really craft your social media experience around two different parts them and what you want to see as a parent, the people you want to interact with and engage with, but then also for your kids to be able to essentially be a part of their world, learn about their world, learn about the things they're talking about. You know, your kids are going to tell you what they're interested in. Mm -hmm. You just may have to kind of read between the lines a little bit to know exactly what it is. But then once you do it, you can get just as deep and involved as they are. Like if they're talking about a book series, if you have a reader in your family or things like that, you can join that that Facebook Mm -hmm. page and and talk to the author of that book and be like, hey, did you know that this character was actually designed after this person? And they're going to be like, what? Wow. <laughs> like, you never know. Yeah, and I love that. That's just yeah, by research. That's good advice. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely a pro. Another pro is you're able to kind of navigate this thing with them, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of them having to pioneer and, and go through these crazy waters of social media by themselves, you are able to actually kind of you know, be right there alongside them of, oh, hey, this new feature comes in and how to navigate and look at it or how to even engage with it. Do we need to turn it off? Do we need to have it on? Is it able to be turned off? Is it able to be turned on? You know, things of that nature, you can navigate it with them because us as our adult minds are able to actually process information in a different way. Kids are like, oh, it's a new feature to a game. It's a new feature to a piece of social media parents are like oh but that opens this door or it opens this opportunity and so with that you know it's you're navigating that platform with them in the same kind of way so that's that's another big pro is you're not blindsided when oh i've been on this and i've been communicating with strangers for the last six months because of this new app (laughs) update it's like wow (laughs) mm, that's good Uh, Yeah. yeah let's and, and then instead of that point, instead of reactionary taking their their media and their community away, you knew it on the front end with them. Yeah, so right, right. if anything, like, that's a big, big – I don't even know if that's a pro. I think that's a must. That's a must. You're exactly I think as, right. It's, yeah. As a parent, like, it's a – I have to be on this platform doing this, being a part to make sure that in a way – I protect my kids by making sure that I'm on the platform. Yes. And that's one of the things that when people ask Melissa, especially about social media, just because of her job and the field that she's in, she always will say, whatever you're going to give them, make sure you're on it too. follow them, Mm -hmm. follow, you know what I mean? Like make sure that you are seeing the things and noticing what's going on. Don't just give them the, the keys to the kingdom. Like, you got to make sure you're doing exactly. the right thing and following them and, and knowing what they're doing and seeing what they're seeing. Kind of so. like, I look at it like I would never just take my kids to New York City and just drop them off and be like, good luck, you know, <laughs> just find your way yeah. and everything's fine. Everybody's Call safe. Call me if you need yeah. help. We'll that's see you later. That's works. Yeah. Like, why would I hand them something that they have in their hands all the time that's literally the entire world mm-hmm. in the palm of their hand exactly. and not give them some kind of guidance or not help navigate it with them? Mm-hmm. And social media, If anything, it's multiple worlds. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. It's like multiple, multiple upon crazy worlds. Like, if anything, I think it's slightly safer to drop your kid into... Yeah, you're probably right. You are probably right. Um, Let's talk about some some cons. What are some of the reasons that social media is like, eh? Well, one, humans, right? Mm -hmm. So same thing with the world, you know, center the world, right? So we all have to navigate that. 
the world is not perfect. We're not living in Eden, right? It's a, <laughs> it's a sinful world. And with that, humans are sinful. And so there will be content that is posted that is sinful content. And some platforms do a really good job of nipping it, you know, quick. Other ones let it stay. And Mm -hmm. so if you want to go find different stuff, you can go find different stuff. And so, you know, from like reaching out to strangers, some apps, it's really easy to do that. Or being able to create a catfish account, like a 45-year-old person can create a account as a 16-year-old kid and have a conversation Mm. with a 16-year-old kid pretty much like that. Yeah, And there's tons of dangers with that, right? Mm -hmm. But also in the same way and same world, just as, you know, you teach your kids like, you know, going out like stranger danger or always know where you're, you know, you're at or where you're going or who you're going to see, that same mindset, those same guidelines need to happen and work on social media too because it's just as of a dangerous place. Right. Yeah, they may not be physically able to be taken on on mass extremes like taken or hurt <laughs> or things like that on a physical realm. Their emotions can be hurt. They can yeah. be heartbroken. They can be abused and bullied and all of those different things. And it's a horrible thing in a horrible place. But also at the same time as Christians, we know – our job is to redeem and restore and that's redeeming and restoring everything. Like just like Christ redeems and restores Mm -hmm. everything and everyone has ability to, if people want him, like you need to do that for social media. Like you're playing that role in that way. And so it's very, it's very daunting for a lot of parents to kind of look at, Oh, Hey, Twitter, right? Cool. It's a microblogging platform. You know, it's now owned by the richest dude in the world. And with that, like, should, you know, my kids are communicating or they talk about quickest update news, like, hey, the Taylor Swift tickets are dropping for Baltimore right now. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, I yeah. know that whole world. Yes. That's not my kids. That's my other kid. That's my wife that's yes. doing that check right now <laughs> is, hey, when do the Arlington tickets drop? And so yes. I'm on um, the Houston wait list. I'm waiting yep, for, the, for exactly. me to get the, I'm in the queue. I'm waiting to get the yep. tickets. Like I'm right there. I understand it. It's a But thing. you can find it on Twitter. You can find out if it dropped in three seconds, less, mm-hmm. less than. Whoa. So if there's a, if there's a wreck on a highway near me, if there's a sports injury, if someone just got hurt on the screen, like I do all of those things, I immediately check Twitter because it's one of the fastest downloads of information that I can get. But also, Twitter's a horrible place. It allows yes. people to have the well, eventually we're going to have the ability to it be a completely open platform of where you can say you can speak anything. So that means if you want to say and speak hate, you can say and speak hate. If you want to say and speak truth, you can say and speak truth, which is great. But at the same time, it opens a door to stuff that you probably don't want your you know kids no. to see or experience. And in right. some ways you can what the kids call gatekeep, like you can kind of keep them inside a gate and like you know, do those different things. But in reality, it's going to get to them eventually. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely a con. But also at the same way, all of the cons are always going to be there. I would say that there's nothing that we really can do that are going to be able to delete any of the cons. But what we can do is we can always continue to add more pros. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then eventually you're fighting, you know, hey, there's, 
50,000 pros compared to these five cons. Right. Cool. Now I have the run list and checklist of teaching and training and, you know, discipling my children to avoid these cons. And I like how you always kind of point it back to being Christ-like, and this is our opportunity to do that. And it's it's useful for parents to have that as well in their Mm -hmm. back pocket because what you see is what you're going to speak and say and feel. And so if we can have better content that we're seeing, we can have healthier conversations with our kids Mm -hmm. around what that looks like in their own feeds or whatever platforms Mm -hmm. we allow them to use. So I think that's great. Can you talk about like ways that maybe kids can do that and not be you know, made fun of or whatever? Is it just sharing the things their church is doing or sharing the things they're reading in their own Bible studies? Or how can kids be courageous to talk about Mm. Jesus things in their social media and change the way that other people can see them as well? Yeah, like you said, take social media and redeem it. How does does that that happen? happen? How can we encourage our kids to do that? That's a great question. And honestly, like if I could build a university for (laughs) teaching kids how to redeem social media, oh my gosh. I I will reach out to every rich person I know to get funding (laughs) for it because it is, one, I think it's needed, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think that instead of kids being just consumers of content, they need to be producers of content. They need to be content creators. If you were to poll kids in America, their number one job they want to be is a YouTube content creator. (laughs) That is their number one job. Like, I mean, what? My 12-year-old, that's his dream. It was (laughs) athletes. I wanted to be a football player. I wanted to be an astronaut. I want to be the stinking president. Like, all of those different (laughs) things. They want to be on YouTube. Like, and they can do that right now. Their goal of what they want is completely obtainable tomorrow. How wild is that? Like whatever y'all wanted to be when you grew up, if you could say, hey, I'm going to go do that tomorrow. I'm going to start on that journey. You would do it in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Kids can do it now, but there's a lack of fear of like, oh, well, the, the platform's already super over, you know, what's the word? Like there's too many people doing what I do or want to talk about or things of that nature. But in reality, every single YouTuber would tell you this. There's seven point however many billion people on this planet. You still have time to be able to create a niche of the internet that is yours and being able to own that piece of where it's like, man, even if it's these 10 people that watch my channel or if it's 10,000 people that watch my channel, I'm able to speak into their life about what I'm talking about. So, Oh, yeah. That's a good way to look at it. So when your kid wants to do a cooking channel on YouTube, you should say, sure, let's do a cooking channel. Multiple reasons why, actually. (laughs) Oh, goodness. (laughs) I'm not going to let my child hear this. One, oh, no, we're going to send them a direct link later um, (laughs) through Instagram DMs, 100%. So, no, I'm just like, but with that, like, yes, there's multiple reasons. One, it allows them to start continually honing their craft. It gets them practice. It gets them reps. Two, it gets them used to having kind of conversations online and digitally and virtual, you know, whatever this looks like. As we all know, our jobs even did it two years ago. Mm-hmm. Is like we had to get real used to talking to a camera, not to a person. Right. And mm-hmm. so with that, it's, it's training them in that way. Thirdly, 
you can quickly with a with a cooking channel with your kid one get that thing monetized and then two <laughs> then get sponsorships there you, you go know, oh do my you goodness know how, do you know how did many my child call you no i think mason yes. called my child i swear i think he called you and prepped you for this conversation do you know how many cooking companies like let's say a a, a strainer like you know, a strainer company or something or a Shark Tank product or whatever would so much rather give a free product to a kid using their thing than any adult out there, any Rachel Ray, whoever. Mm. Like, Gordon Ramsay ain't getting sponsorship deals for the newest set of, of, <laughs> of knives. No, a, a six-year-old knowing that perfectly dice an onion... I'm watching that content all day long. Well, good. You could be Mason Kyle Harrison's long. first subscriber. Done. That's funny. Let's start that channel. Send me the link. I will religiously follow that channel. Oh, that is Well, too when funny. my daughter first got social media, the, um, the caveat was, you know, she's a soccer player and she okay. was going to use social media as a way to just have highlight reels, you know, have yeah. a, have a, profile that was that kind of engaging. And so over the the months that followed, I noticed quickly she wasn't posting anything soccer related. And I said, hey, that was kind of the deal, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like you said you were going to use it for this and now you're not. So let's reimagine what you're going to use it for. And so it is just friends, it's church things. It's mm. she's in a, a couple of groups at school and she likes yeah. to be able to share their meetings or you know whatever they're doing. And so it changed. And so, you know, knowing that that conversation can change and that your ideas can change and it may start here, yep. but it can end here and that's okay. You have some flexibility as long as you're doing it the smart way. You're being responsible. Let's just have good conversations around mm what it looks like to reimagine where you're going with social media and what you expect from it. Yeah, no, and that's huge. One, you did the main thing that most parents don't do, right? And that's follow up. Mm -hmm. You checked back. It's, hey, we made this deal and... I'm, I'm noticing because I follow you. You know, yeah. I want to know what's going on in your life. Like, I follow you. You follow me. Like, I notice that you're not doing what you said. You know, is is there needing to be a shift? Is it, are we, you know, are we still involved with soccer? Are we, or do we want to focus more on being like student body president? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what is your content going to shift to? Like, mm-hmm. let's have a content strategy session with your kid, even though they're not necessarily going out there to sell t-shirts or hats or whatever and like I have to have a content strategy or this is my income no you need to know their content strategy because of their a human that you're responsible for and so with that anything they're posting anything they're doing you should be one able to quickly realize and recognize hey that's not lining up with your content strategy Mm -hmm. and I don't know if there's a fancier more parenting kind of way that we call it but pretty much that's what it is is like hey what's your content strategy this month are we talking about soccer oh no soccer season's over you're right so are we jumping into ballet season like okay (laughs) cool is it gonna be all ballet stuff you know But you have those conversations with them, like same thing that I do with my social media team. Like, hey, what are we doing for this church? What are we doing for this church? Parents need to be having that conversation with their kids is like, hey, is it is it now just what you're doing in your daily life? Great. I would love for you to do that on Be Real. Mm -hmm. One, because you allow only the people to see your content that you want to see. 
People can't find you through hashtags. People can't do things like that. So if you just want it to be, hey, me and my life and me and my friends, cool, do it on Be Real. Uh-huh. Like there's there's ways of, one, parents would just have to know what the different platforms are used for and what right. they're there. Like, you know, if she posted a picture of her at a soccer game and do hashtag soccer, half of the world would yeah. have access to be able to find that picture. Right. Like, Which is great if you're promoting a business or that's your income or that's your, you know, your job. But when it's your personal yep. thing, like, do mm. we really need to be doing hashtags? Is yeah. that some, no, yet, you know, stay yeah. away from it. Like we just, I agree. We just need to have some conversations mm-hmm. and yeah. just cut. And we need to know ourselves what is going on. And that's the oh, most yeah. important thing. Like we said earlier, don't mm-hmm. just give them a phone and say, good luck. Yeah. And also just by putting it on private, doesn't solve that problem either. Right. Like there's ways around that stuff really, really quickly, even was, if they're a private account. Well, mm-hmm. that was going to be my next question. We're saying we we need to be involved as parents and we need mm-hmm. to monitor what they're putting out, but how can we also monitor what they're putting in? Like what are they consuming? Ooh. Are there yeah. settings in place? Because I know like just for my kids, I have their screen time settings to block mm-hmm. inappropriate content and things like that. Does that work on social media? Because they don't have social media yet, but does that, it doesn't really work. It doesn't filter that out. So nope. how can we set boundaries in place <laughs> with that. that? We just can't? The boundary you set in place is discipling and training your kids. There you go. And and that's the hardest thing. Like 100% keep those, <laughs> those things on there, right? Because mm-hmm. it will catch some of it. But there's nothing that we're ever going to do that catches all of it, right? right. Even water filters right? For Mm -hmm. different things. 99.9% bacteria is caught. Okay, cool. What about that 0.01% that bacteria that's going in my (laughs) body? That's going to kill us. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't know. So with that, it's the same kind of mindset. We can catch a lot of it. Those, those things, those, those help pieces and pieces of technology are amazing and useful, but it's not going to catch everything. So then it's the second layer of defense of where it's like, Hey, you know, if you see this person, you know, with this kind of content, block them, like, you know, mm-hmm. report, bring your phone to me. Like, yeah. I, I will, gla- like, if your kid is young enough, you know, here's the thing. There's models and influencers all across the internet that are guys and girls that are going to be posting content that is inappropriate. And some of those things are going to come across our, as parents and mm-hmm. as our kids, you know, feeds. And right. with that, if we train and teach them, Hey, mom, dad, this, this person, you know, Kim Kardashian or whatever, just freaking posted a picture and here it is. Okay, cool. Well, we will help you block and, you know, report Kim Kardashian or right. whoever, right? And nothing against her or anything like that. But it's it's a different market. Like their their mind is not really when I'm posting this picture, it's gonna go to a six year old boy's Instagram. Like Right. She's not thinking about that. No, she doesn't no, care. No, she's not. That's not her audience. It's, you know, it's I, not we, on her either. It's the algorithm that's a computer that's yes. like, hey, this is a boy. I'm sending that content. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with it. So it's the, really that second level of, hey, when you see this stuff, either go ahead and do this or 
come and show me or, you know, let's come have a conversation or again, do those follow-up check-ins of see who they're following, see who's right. following them. You know, unless your kid starts blowing up with this cooking channel, which is going to happen, <laughs> um, you know, once it gets over manageable of where they have a million followers, okay, you're not going to be able to monitor who's following them, mm -hmm. but you're sure able to still monitor who they're following because yeah. that's yeah. the content they're going to see outside of their hashtags they interact with. But Can it's you? always just staying active. Yeah. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about the algorithms? I know when we talked the other day, you talked about how to get an algorithm going so that you get more of the content that you want to see. What's a good way to do that? Yeah, you train it. So algorithms are extremely, extremely complex, but they are trainable. It's like same way with a dog. A dog can do a, a million amazing things, but if you train your dog to sit, and shake and roll over. It takes these amazing things. A dog can jump a fence without its any anything's help if it wanted mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. But if you're saying, "Hey, come sit," I'm I'm controlling that algorithm to do what I'm telling it to do. So the way you do that is you engage in the platform, right? And so it's it doesn't work when you know parents are sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, I have an Instagram, and you know my kids follow me, and I can follow them, and I can check whenever. No, it's you being involved on Instagram. It's you being involved on TikTok of having these different things. You don't have to post content, which I think that you should because you never know if your piece of content is going to impact somebody's life that forever changes them. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's just there off the jump there. But you're training like your that. algorithm. I like that. Give Jesus. Give them some Jesus while you're yeah. out there on social media. Definitely. That's Why right. not? I mean, you're called and put on this planet to go, mm -hmm. therefore, make disciples of all nations. Cool. A nation is is the internet. Matthew 20 and 19. You, in, internet is a nation here, right? So it, When you um, say engage in it, what, what does that mean? Because it's more than just yeah. scrolling with your thumb. Like, what uh -huh. kind of things do you do to engage? Is it like how long you watch a video? If you hit the like button? What kind all of things? All of those. Okay. Yes, all of those things. So, one, scrolling is, I would say, the base level, right? So, if you're scrolling and something does what? the marketing wants to do, which is for you to stop the scroll. Mm -hmm. Cool. I like this piece of content. I start watching. Da -da -da. Okay. A couple seconds in this now either has my attention or does not. If it does not, you keep scrolling. You just told that algorithm, Hey, I stopped on this content and I didn't follow it all the way through. Okay. Cool. They log that and categorize that or cool. You get to a piece of content. It stops oh, I really like this content or I like this person. I know this influencer. I am going to automatically like that video. Or, oh my gosh, they asked me to drop my favorite color in the comments. Cool, I'm going to go in and type, oh, my favorite color is green because I just love green leaves. Like, I got to play in the background. Sure, great, <laughs> awesome. That is telling the algorithm, one, they stopped. Two, they watched all of the content, if not once, multiple times. Because sometimes these things are 10 seconds long. Mm -hmm. You're watching it twice if you're writing a comment. You're watching mm -hmm. it three times if you're writing a comment. So, one, you stopped. Two, you watched the full thing. Three, you liked it. Four, you commented. If you do that on a video, you are training that algorithm, show me more things like this. Gotcha. And that that's currently the differentiator between TikTok and Instagram. TikTok follows their algorithm 
perfectly. They are like, hey, if you train it, we will make it happen. Instagram is a little different. They have not figured out that algorithm yet, and they've been trying. So for me, I like one of my side hobbies, I love doing woodworking. I love, you know, doing things with my hands, making stuff, things like that. So on TikTok, I have sports, church, woodworking, all of this stuff. On TikTok, I'll have all of the, or on Instagram, I'm sorry, I'll have all of those things, but then they'll randomly throw in there gardening. <laughs> yes. You're like, and get I'm that like, out of here. I don't want to garden. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't need to know how to grow a sweet potato. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's not something that I feel called to do for me in my, you know, my life. I'm not a sweet potato farmer. That's not what I want to be. <laughs> so it it's really weird. And then I don't, like, I don't engage with it. But they, they're they trying to find more things you like. Where yeah. with TikTok, mm-hmm. based off of these things, they almost create audiences for, mm-hmm. hey, if they like this, 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 and this, and they they're a guy, like. they most likely mm-hmm. like this. Because these people like this content. Boom, boom, boom. Where mm-hmm. Instagram's kind of just out in the wind, whatever, whatever yeah. we want, whatever we're, we're trying to push at that time. It, that's the hmm. difference, but it's getting better and it's only going to evolve and grow faster. But the that's how the algorithm's working. And also Zuckerberg just recently um, talked about for Meta, which is Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, Instagram, um, and Metaverse, obviously. Like he just talked about how in 2023, Facebook, you are going to see 75% more content of people that you do not follow than you have ever seen in Facebook before. Perfect reason to just exit. Yeah, no kidding. Let me out. Uh, It's crazy town. But also, like, Facebook is still very much a part of me in my life. Like, I'll catch myself scrolling on Facebook almost as long as I scroll on TikTok, Mm -hmm. which is wild because a year, two years ago, I wouldn't have said that. It would have been Instagram. And personally, in my opinion, Instagram's fallen off. Facebook's building back up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's... It's a weird world, but... And that's their job, so they're going to always try to find a way to keep you hooked, to keep Mm, you connected, and if you feel, you know, whatever the feeling is that they want you to feel and you feel it, you're going to keep scrolling, you're going to keep liking, and that's their job is to create the content because they're content creators, that's how they they provide their livelihood for their employees and their whole thing, so as... As people who take it in, it's good to know that there are some healthy options of what we need to be looking for. If you you know, want to be a disciple of Christ and you want to follow churches, follow speakers, follow authors, follow the people that build that content so that that's what you're taking in. It's okay to have friends and the other things on there, but you know, if you're, if it's making you feel bad and you feel bad about yourself and you, you close your phone feeling worse than when you opened it, just stop, take a break, set the boundary for yourself, you know? And so I think it's just, This is our whole goal is just to have conversations with people like you who know more than Mm -hmm. the average person knows about social media. You are a content creator. That's your job, you know, so you're the perfect person to have on here and talk about things like this. So we're so thankful that you have taken some time out today and kind of helped us navigate this a little bit. Is there some, is there some platforms that you think like kids should have at a certain age or avoid completely? Like can you just basic, you know, just kind of, if you're giving your kid a phone and they want to 
you know, say, hey, what can I, what can mm-hmm. I download? What, as Christian parents, do we say, yes, that's good, knowing that we're going to follow and we're going to do all the same things, you know, what are some of the good ones and what are some of the ones that absolutely just avoid? A hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably just run through the list. So some of them have kid versions, right? YouTube has YouTube kids slash they have content that's specifically made for kids on their main platform. There's a lot of good in there, but even a couple of years ago, some bad got in there. There was a really scary kind of monster that got on there. (laughs) Yeah. And it was, it was a whole thing, but in again, it's that net game, right? It's going to block 99.9%. Like it's that 1% that came through in that, in that case. But you know, YouTube kids is great. One, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world behind its owner, parent, Google. Mm -hmm. If I need to know how to change a tire or how to replace a battery in a toy, I'm looking at (laughs) YouTube. Yeah. Hey, this is where the battery compartment is. Like, that's Mm -hmm. just what it's for. It should be like YouTube University. I mean, goodness. I am a product of YouTube University. (laughs) I would not be able to have my job. Like, I failed out of college three times because (laughs) I was catching myself teaching me things on YouTube instead of going to Greek and my English <laughs> two class. And it caught There's me a help. lot of problems. You can always learn. There's YouTube University. Always, <laughs> always. And one day, eventually, I'll go back, but I'll probably get off of social media during that time because I won't be able to make it. Yeah, but it's too hard. YouTube is a great platform. And as well, the same system of how you subscribe, you're really only going to see that content if you direction your kids how to use the platform. They don't mm-hmm. need to just be scrolling on the homepage Hey, go to your subscriptions, go watch this person that you love or whatever. Mm-hmm. So YouTube is a great platform. That's a win. Okay. Facebook, I would say once you enter into probably junior high, there's groups that make sense for your kids to be a part of. That's where mm-hmm. I would introduce Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'm in, you know, my choir, right? We have a Facebook page cool. Mm -hmm. You can get a, you know, it really doesn't make sense in my mind before that. They are a part of groups in elementary school and things of that nature, but it, it really is catered more towards parents. Hey parents, Mm -hmm. make sure your kid's at this event, like things like that. So Facebook, I would probably say a junior high. Instagram, they're going to want it earlier, Mm -hmm. but I would say junior high if not high school, depending on the parent and your parenting structure. And like what we've talked about before is like your parenting blueprint and your plan, you know, with that, it it depends. But personally, I would say safest is high school, but junior high is probably where they're going to eventually wear you down to Mm -hmm. is like, Hey, I really need an Instagram. (laughs) It's like, no, you don't, but okay. So I would say be real. They can start at five. I don't care. Like, get get a bunch of five-year-olds, because my, my one-and-a-half-year-old <laughs> knows how to use my phone. Yeah. She gets it out, and she turns it on the camera, and she dies laughing at herself. Mm-hmm. And I even saw her yesterday. Like, this is fresh, brand-new content right here. <laughs> is She posted her phone up with her stuffed animal on our media counter. Neither me or me or my wife make content like that. Like we don't post TikToks of where we like post it up and then do dances. She literally propped it up and then started like engaging in dance. I'm like, oh, I love this that. is a problem. Yeah. I don't know where, I don't know where <laughs> you learned this. I don't know how. Where you even saw this. I don't, I, it doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. but be real, do it. 
Get a yeah. bunch of five-year-olds following each other. Hey, on those their are my people. Phone. Yeah, we all about that my is, little kids. That is hilarious. That's I would, <laughs> I would follow a YouTube channel exploring five-year-olds <laughs> playing on Be Real all day long. That'd be hilarious. Um, That's funny. Snapchat? What about Snapchat? Yeah, I was an. Ask. I was about to say, kids, kids love Snapchat. I don't know why. It does either. not make sense. Like in my. My mind, my work, and how it all is, they love stinking Snapchat. And I don't know if it's because slightly of the secrecy, right? The the app was designed for inappropriate things. Yes. That is why the app was created. So personally, I don't think it is ever a good thing. Oh, I love that you're saying I that because I give it yeah, a big red like, X, I know. too. It's, I just say it, stay it away. Is. Their servers yeah. are designed to actually delete themselves but in reality, they don't. So say, you know, do they but, really delete themselves? No. So they delete themselves off of a main, probably searchable server from whatever government space. You got to think like social media is not a regulated thing. Like there's no FDA for food for social media. Yeah. Like that doesn't exist. There's no digital governance that has anything. So with that. Snapchat only has to answer to their lawyers, their CPAs, mm -hmm. and whenever they get sued. Like, that is That's the it. only times they ever have to answer to things. There so go, they can have a server that they can show, hey, we, we don't have anything. This is our main server. But then they have another server in a different country that can't be subpoenaed, and they have it, right? Ugh. And so it's, a scary, Ooh, it's a scary platform. But like, and it was where we designed. live, a, a lot of the kids, instead of creating like Facebook places for that are groups, they have like they communicate in big groups on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, like, I recently I had um, an issue with and this is a school organization, and they mm -hmm. were using Snapchat to communicate, and I had to go straight to the you know the sponsor and say my child does not have snapchat and that is not a proper means of communication for any school Correct. function you mm -hmm. know so yep. if y'all are going to be communicating that way then it needs to be on something that is acceptable for the school you know like, well they already have those programs they do Schools have remind yes. they have these Group different things or whatever mm -hmm. all of those those mm -hmm. are so much better not because they don't delete their stuff listen like we, what we talked about bad can enter into group me bad right. can enter into whatsapp it can enter into remind i, I would say that one's a little tougher because the the teacher normally controls that but it does not make sense for me for Snapchat. It's not a communication platform. That's no. not what it's designed mm -hmm. for. It's not a Slack. It's not a group mm -hmm. me or anything like that. It's designed to send pictures that then delete. Yes. So right. it gives you a little bit of protection if you wanted to send inappropriate photos. That's and why that Snapchat app was thinking creative. things that I've seen, they literally will get a message and they'll take a picture and it's like this and they take it away and it's like this and it's yep. like this. It's not yep. even nice pictures. Yeah. It's terrible. Nope. I'm like, what is, I'm agree. I'm like, what yeah. is the point? Why do you want to picture someone's nostrils? That is not cool. Or why do you it want a picture of someone's feet? That is the yep. dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I kept oh, telling yeah. my kids, I know y'all want Snapchat, but trust me, it's not going to be around very long, and it is going to go away, and it still hasn't gone away. It's lasted longer than yeah, I thought it I would. Yeah, I was like, kind of surprised Honestly, by it. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's because of the niche of what it is. Yeah. They were almost bought. They were this close of being bought, and they said no, and then their valuation tripled that next year. And so mm -hmm. pretty much they have funding to last themselves forever. They now create Snapchat 
short form vertical content. So mm-hmm. one of my friends, even he's an actor in LA and he was on a relationship show on Snapchat and it Goodness. blew my mind. So I had to re-download Snapchat just to watch it and yeah, care like, for him and his that. stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, it was a TV show vertical in micro form. It was 30, 40 seconds and this scene, okay, cool. Now we're on to the next scene. They had seasons. It was a whole thing. Oh, wow. My wife is still on it. Like, yeah. she's still on Snapchat, but she interacts with her sisters and her friends. But she posts the same thing you just talked about. Here's my eye. Here's yes. my, like, here's cra- my new hair or whatever, and it's only my hair. <laughs> oh my but God. the scary yes. part about Snapchat is, and I would say if you do have Snapchat, if you're listening and anybody's listening, you have to turn off a location setting on Snapchat or someone can look at their Snapchat friends and know exactly to the map where you are. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's not find my phone of where it's your devices and your family. It is if I have location turned on, I can see my friend Ryan that mm-hmm. he lives right there because it's well, that's 10, what was 11 happening. o'clock at night. We, we were at an outdoor concert in the Woodlands, and they were using Snapchat to see who else was at that was concert. There. And they literally were snapping each. I mean, I saw it. We were sitting yeah. behind some kids I didn't know, but mm-hmm. you could see everything they were doing, and they were snapping. I mean, the whole time, that's all they did was snap the dumbest pictures of themselves at this concert with other people who were at the concert. And I wanted to say, just put your phone down and go say hi. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? This is crazy. So, I mean, I get that it's built. I mean, I agree that social media is great for community and all Mm -hmm. the things. But if you're using that instead of genuine community, there's a problem, you know. And we have to Mm. know as parents when enough is enough and when the boundary's been crossed that we've said or our kids are, you know, maybe slacking on monitoring it themselves and say, hey, instead of just sitting here, why don't you make plans with some friends? Why don't you all get together and do something? Like, Mm -hmm. those are the kind of conversations we just want to encourage people to have. It's good to know all the tools and know all the things, but you still have to go back to kind of the ABCs of parenting. And when it's not working, you got to figure out something new. Yeah, exactly. And it's same way social media, same thing with parenting. Every single day is going to be a different experience. Mm-hmm. You are going to learn something about your kids. You're going to learn something about yourself. You're going to learn something about your life that now impacts and changes everything that I do moving forward. Slash, if I had a time machine, would adjust it going backwards, mm-hmm. right? And so it's honestly part of it is just being real with your kids. It's like, hey, we are navigating this thing together. You know, social media for the longest time was the wild, wild west. It's not that wild anymore. It's just a singular wild. It's wild (laughs) west now. Uh (laughs) But with that, there's so many new things that you can experience and see, and they're changing all the time, Mm -hmm. like on a weekly and monthly basis. And so just be honest with them. And it's like, hey, I am... You know, I have to be aware and adjust to these things as well. Like, it's not just you as the kid that has to adjust to these things. So if it takes me, you know, a little bit more time to do this or you don't get this feature until, you know, a little after your friends or things like that, just know, like, we're navigating this together. We're right. in this game together. I want and you I like to be to able to have social say, media. I like to always say, just when we have it all figured out, our yeah. kids are going to just punch us right in the face, and we're going we're going to have to go right back to the beginning. You know, Correct. no one's going to do it perfect. We're always going to have to just find a new path together. And I think the key Correct. word is, is together. together. Yeah. Yes. 
Because you said do it with them. You kept saying with yep. them, with them together, like having those conversations and making sure that they're not just left alone to figure it out and navigate it themselves. We have mm-hmm. some wisdom to offer, and but it takes courage on our part because so many yeah. kids that they go to school with have different rules, and then you look like the bad guy. And so it's helping yep. your kids understand that we're just trying to guard their heart. And I always tell my kids, I have such a big responsibility that God gave you to me, and so I don't want to yeah. mess that up for anything. Yeah, I don't want to have to answer Mm -hmm. and then have done something, you know, against God's word. And so, you know, unfortunately, there's not a Bible for social media, but there is a Bible that teaches us about character issues and how to be wise and have wisdom and use it the right way. And that's our job as parents. And so we we take it on very um, intentional here and each of us does the same thing. And that's what we just want to make sure that we can encourage parents and anyone listening to do the same. And if you do one step in the in a new direction, it's the healthy way, then that's better than staying stagnant. A hundred percent. And that's just how it is. It's one step every day and that step may be even a plateau step or a little bit baby step it's a step that's all that it is and we can't get lazy with it it takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. like you have to commit to being consistent it's not a one and done kind of scenario with social media so just to wrap us up with one thing what could you Uh say is one courageous thing that parents can do today to help their kids navigate social media it's a big one but i think that you creating your social media blueprint for your family. And so, you know, Mm. whether you call it your social Bible or whatever, it's, (laughs) it's, hey, we're going to sit together as a family, talk about content that we all like. We're going to talk about content that us as individuals want. We're going to, you know, talk about which apps you want to be on. Cool. Based off of this download meeting of everything, right? You then as the parent get the responsibility and the, you know, like ability to be able to lay out the plan. Okay, these are apps we can be on as a family. These are apps we can't be on as a family. These are places and people you can follow. These are people and places that you can't. You know, when Mm -hmm. you do this, you you do this. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I would say it's one of those things that, I mean, partly, like I feel like I had the conversation when I was talking with you guys initially, but it's one of those things that I think parents should just across the board just be able to create this. And it, it would yeah. be something moving forward that's mm-hmm. such a such a win. And then at the end of it, right, like biblically we work covenantly. So, right, there's, you know, the Noah covenant, there's the Abrahamic covenant, there's mm-hmm. the David covenant, like all those different things. Cool. After the blueprint is created and everybody talks, you sign it. And with that, then you're able to be like, hey, little Joey, we <laughs> talked about our covenant, right? You signed your name right here. <laughs> you went against rule this. You know, I'm, I don't want to take this away from you or anything like that because I, I love what you're doing on the platform. I love how you engage. I love how you reach out to your friends, how you encourage your friends mm-hmm. when they have a new pair of sneakers or if you have a, a, a little girl of how she's lifting up another little girl on the yeah. platform. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like love how that. you're engaging and doing those things. But you have to remember, like, you signed your name on this covenant that, that we would do these things as a family. Mm-hmm. I'm holding you to the same standard that me and dad are. And, mm-hmm. you know, one, it's going to give that kid some ownership, like the hundred percent, there's going to be fights and there's going to be things like that. And you don't always necessarily want to just hold up the social media Bible every time that there's a yeah. failure. Right. Right. But it's a, Hey, 
when we do these things, when we sign our name, when we care about this stuff, it's because we've spent the time as a family to decide to care about it. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's a big a big thing that any any family can go out and do. I would also say if you have your younger kids, make it now mm-hmm. to, for when they're ready instead of, you know, navigating and playing the game for a year or two and then letting them kind of get off like, cool, start the start the thing now for you and your spouse, right? Because, I mean, there's like hundreds of millions of different things that you and your spouse should be aligned on for social media's sake because you're going to be fed content that does yeah. not align with your marriage. Yeah. And like that is nothing you can even control. Mm-hmm. Like as you get older, it's actually harder to probably control it mm-hmm. in regards to what gets fed to you. And so with mm-hmm. that, start it then. And then cool, when kids start getting involved, hey, we know like for me and, and my daughter, she loves Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Cool. I know that we could put Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on YouTube on and yeah. she would watch it. Add that to the playbook. Mm-hmm. Add those different things. And, you know, it's going to change and ever-evolving when she enters in her next life stage or things like that. Her subscribers based off of um, her different things, like, you know, her a friend at school may watch Bluey, which we love Bluey. We're big fans. <laughs> and so... Like, but before we had Bluey, we didn't know about Bluey. So when Bluey came into the picture, oh, cool, let's add it to the thing after mom and dad have looked at it and made sure that it's a thing. I wasn't sure if I was going to like Australia Kid TV, but I love it. I I watch that purposely myself. Like, I'll watch Bluey (laughs) by myself and just learn about parenting from an Australian dog. Like, that's what I'll do. So get a plan, follow through, and it's never too late to start. Never. But also start as early as you can. Yeah. Like, don't feel like you have to wait or, oh, my kid's going to get into high school. Uh, I'll do it when I get. No, do it now. Mm -hmm. Do whatever it is now. Take a weekend. Yeah. Get a plan, start early, and be consistent. I love that. Keep the communication open. 100%. That sounds Always. wonderful. Well, Bobby, we cannot thank you enough for taking the yeah. time on your Friday to chit-chat with us and make a difference in the lives of families and yeah. what it looks like to navigate social media. It's a crazy world out there. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. It's a blast. I love y'all. Y'all are fun. And this is just hopefully the beginning for y'all's amazing Courage series that's going to be continuing on. Thank, thank you, you so, much. so much. And of thank course. you for the nickname. We are going to wear that nickname proudly. Don't We're going to get some merch. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Uh, listen, I will be a buyer. I will wear a Melissa Squared t-shirt. <laughs> okay, good. We knew we could count on you. Hashtag Let's Melissa Squared. Signing Done. off. <laughs> Have a great one, Bobby. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. If you don't want to miss a single episode of the Backyard Chat Podcast, be sure to follow the show in the Apple Podcast app by clicking the three dots in the top right corner of your screen. And if you're feeling really adventurous, click on the arrow to share with all your friends. We hope that you will join us again. We We can't can't wait wait to to chat chat with with you. you.